0: I'm here with you now. We're here together and it's your birthday. Coming. Happy birthday. Oh my goodness. You know, really, the, the, when this episode comes out, it, it's the day when, before my yeah, birthday. Yeah, well, it's whenever the day you be- listen to this
1: episode, you should send a message of happy birthday to read, even if it's in a year from now.
0: No, send me a Venmo. Send me... <laughs> send me a money message. Send me money, honey. <laughs> I'm not getting any younger, gift. okay? I'm not getting mm-hmm. any younger. and but you that are getting is... poorer. <laughs> no, Jeremy. Oh, you're getting richer. That... Yes. So, so you don't need money. You don't no, need I do, money. but I need everyone's support in this endeavor. Oh, the, the endeavor of getting money. That's right. Having money. Having That's money. right. Getting money. That's right getting the money community community is giving me money <laughs> <laughs> that's right that's right i mean jeremy come on you're a homeowner. okay i'm an ipad owner so <laughs> I oh, mean, work honey work i mean it's an ipad pro don't get me wrong you know. oh pro honey ipad pro hi how is it just absolute icicles up there oh it's 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 heavenly winter there was a snowstorm oh.
1: and um now it's it's very drippy drip drip because it's
0: it's almost 30 degrees today so things oh. are things are dripping That's i think nice. we're weirdly like we're different than you somehow we don't have the snow but i think it's totally freezing today here i well, i it's can't freezing here too i can't claim to have been outside today yeah mm. oh it's mm. i'm i lied I I think it's probably like 40 degrees there right now. It's 34.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. So, look. I lied. It looked really cold outside, but actually it's just medium cold. It's a a very beautiful day. It's here, at least. Blue skies. It's a
1: very beautiful sunrise this morning. A very, like, pink-blue sky combo. It's very lovely. Wow. I walked to the library for the first time today and got my library card, which was like time traveling back 20 years bizarre okay. um, what are you gonna do with it I, I when I requested this book that Jack was just telling me about it's about um, how FDR started this program to train men in the military uh, to have sex with men so that they could entrap uh, gay men oh god so it was like literally there's there was like a manual of like how to have homosexual intercourse. Right. So, very interested in that.
0: A manual?
1: Yeah. How to Have Sex. Did you read it? No, I just requested this book about it called, like, Indecent Proposal.
0: Oh, my God. Excellent movie starring Woody Harrelson and Demi oh, no Moore. yeah. It's
1: called Indecent Something Else. But, <laughs> <It's> gotta...
0: <laughs> An indecent endeavor. But indecent... <laughs>
1: I already forgot oh jack texted me what is it it's called what indecent I think it's just advances called...
0: oh beautiful advances.
1: A hidden history of true crime and prejudice before stonewall all
0: right um cool. <sighs> yeah um i love a real library can't say i I mean can't say i go in them much except for the performing arts library here in new york and even that one haven't been in in a while can't I lie i know oh i miss it I need to really visit some institutions. I need to go see the Machine Dazzle show at Museum of Art and Design. I need to go see Alex Mm -hmm. Katz and Nick Cave up at the Guggenheim. I already went through the absolute hell. Cats and dogs. That's what I call that show. Uh, Cats and dogs. Diggity doogie. (laughs) I went through the absolute hell of seeing the uh, Hopper show at the Whitney. Oh, is Um, it full of people? Why was it hell? People is an understatement. Yeah. It was seems like a crowd pleaser. When you get a ticket, a timed ticket for Mm ten thirty in the morning, you think, "Great!" This is
1: I hate. I'm this. This story makes me so mad. Isn't it sickening? Because timed tickets is is like should be for forever because it's genius. But if you're gonna ruin people's lives and make them buy a timed ticket, it's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I'm like, if you're doing a timed ticket, I'm sorry, but there should be like. 45 people in here, not 3,000. Yeah, I'm like, what is the point of a timed ticket if I it's literally, number of people, if there's like eight people thick to see a stupid painting, it's ridiculous. Yeah. That's the Ugh. you know, that's the, the joy of New York City for you, I guess. So, and Look also, at these things like, we have that you, I mean, there's so much wonderful art to see, people. and like. Often you can find yourself in a situation where there's just absolutely nobody and you are privy to a private viewing of something exceptional. But when people think that they have some kind of attachment to a painter because he did one painting of a diner, then suddenly there's one million people looking at his paintings, you know? Yeah, it's true. It's true. But I have to say... Mona Lisa. Ugh. But do, um, do you
1: enjoy the show anyway?
0: You know, I, there's a really interesting component to the show, which is, it has a lot of Hopper's early work and, mm. um, you know, it has paintings. Great. We all know what they look like. They're all these, like, he's a master of composition and, yeah. and, yeah. and a beautiful colorist and that's such a pleasure. Truly yeah. in in looking at the paintings that we're familiar with, you think this person has a very distorted sense of the figure of a human figure because well the it's its
1: choices are being it's this oh. is not this is not a person who's like i am this is what people look like that's not what's right. happening
0: right right even though like choices. with with the landscape and architecture of things you do get the sense of like this person is very careful about how they compose and see the space around them but with the human body you're like there's a there's something going on here and I mean I'm sure it's a lot to do with his partner because she's often the 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 subject of these of these paintings but to go back to Hopper's early work you know he was an illustrator he was doing magazine covers and yeah that comes through for me in the Mm. (laughs) paintings. And he was really like working through various different styles of of rendering the human form. So it's mm. not like it was outside of his ability to do. That's, like, what,
1: I, that's what I mean. It was yeah, a choice. You were
0: cr- you're you're absolutely correct, yeah. Jeremy. Jeremy, you're correct. Well, it doesn't. Um, it, it's not.
1: It's, this is not. This is like clearly not like a folk art thing. This is not like an untrained no, person. This no, is, no, 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 no. They're very this,
0: controlled. This is someone who's been through not only, like, classical training, but then had a commercial career, like, pumping out all sorts of illustrations. And that section of the show was my favorite. I loved Mm. looking at all of the periodical covers because they're so genius. I mean, really, really beautiful. Um, So for that, I would recommend going. And that's the room that's kind of the least populated because, you know, people are basic. I think the strength of the Hopper's paintings uh, culturally is that they
1: translate to posters really well because there isn't actually a lot going on paint wise.
0: Yeah, so, they're not
1: incredibly active, but I mean, they like, are I have not, like I've not I've not cared much for seeing a Hopper painting in a museum.
0: Oh, interesting. I find them soothing.
1: I lo- I, mean, uh, I mean I mean they're f- they as you everything you said is true. The color yeah, the composition that's very like strong forceful images which yeah makes sense coming from
0: like that's the point of illustration yeah so there's also a few paintings in there like that are a little earlier from when he I think he was trying out um like impressionism and like mm-hmm. co- think, things were a little more yeah. painterly you yeah. know like um but then he really found his way found yeah. his way a clear um clear style that develops. Yeah. yeah so that was my journey to the Whitney I looked at some other stuff there was an interesting right next to the Hopper exhibition is a huge room with a few large-scale paintings that kind of um exist somewhere between sculpture and painting hmm. um and that was nice it's nice to be in a room with not so much art I don't yeah. I don't. I don't like to be well, in a room. Thinking with so of this much show,
1: up. I can't help. I I do feel nostalgic for the, the Breuer, Whitney.
0: Oh, that was so wonderful. There. Like
1: for the Edward Hopper show, I feel like that would have been better. That was such a weird museum, but
0: that was great. So great. It's so still great.
1: there. It's a great. It's Still museum. there. I don't. Some other museum is running. Is using it i assume well yeah the met is the using met, it and
0: right now i think it. the 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 i think the frick is using the galleries are when they they're doing renovation or something yeah i thought the met had stopped using it well it's basically become a storage unit for other museums yeah, so <laughs> <crazy>. <laughs> oh god um, so i want to see that and then i i want to see nick cave at the guggenheim and um What is that show about? I don't know, but I always yeah. love to see what Nick Cave is up joy. to. Joy. I and mean, yeah. so, so good. much joy. So good. Um and what else is coming up? I'm gonna go see Mariah Evans show on oh, yeah, Sunday. I saw that. It's and I'll see Terry's show one more time. Um this week. Probably I'll go goodness. I'll go Friday. Yeah, I'll go Friday again. Um and then it's really then we're in the thick of the holidays you know yeah
1: i mean so we're we're visiting but we're basically we were actually just talking about it and we're like is this is this covid flu mm-hmm. rsvp <laughs> situation <laughs> RSV like me. is this a bad idea um we're going
0: forward. We're, it's ha- we're, Definitely, proceeding. you can't just like live your life through the lens of being scared about COVID because, like, as we all know, I mean, yeah, yeah, no, totally. You you have to live through it. But there and are like,
1: also other things, and you know, it's like because so, uh, we have this stuff going on next week, and but I'm like, oh, it's oh. even if we did get sick, which is very unlikely because it's not. We're not. I mean, we're not going to music. We're not doing these things that I thought. That I would do if I was going in alone. I'd like try to like go see some things, but mm. um, we're just seeing people.
0: And oh, pretty so
1: pretty lo fi
0: I'm glad. Like, I'm so glad that you can come to a birthday gathering. That's so exciting. Um yeah. Wait, what was I going to tell you? Oh, I went. I went to a couple things.
1: Yes, some
0: perform. Did you go to the ballet? Mm-mm. I went to the Juilliard kids. winter dance concert. Kids. Just kids. Kids. <laughs> yeah, kids. <laughs> Some of them were actually literally kids. Um, it's, I mean,
1: it's literally, like, that is the kind of age of Patti Smith writing that book about,
0: like, coming to New York, right? Oh, yeah. Well, 18 to 22, yeah. it's formative. And I... You know, I, I, I like going to the Juilliard Winter Dance Concert, it's structured, I've probably talked about it on this podcast before, but it's structured by class, so they, they bring in four... High class. High class. Low class. They, they bring in four choreographers, usually, like, up and coming, or like, sometimes a couple of very established choreographers and a couple not. Um, and they choreograph by class. So it's like one person handles the freshmen, the sophomores, the juniors, Mm, mm -hmm. and then the seniors. And it's performed in that order. So basically you're like, Uh these are the freshmen Uh of Juilliard. These are the sophomores. And, um, you know, they're all just like so talented. But what's interesting is that the freshmen and sophomores are always just like so physically hungry. They just can like Mm. literally do anything. Mm -hmm. It's just so crazy. And then when, as they get a little older, you know, the value, like the ability is still there, but the, you see the values starting to shift where they're like, who mm-hmm. am I, where right, am I going right. to go? Yeah. And they start like becoming something, becoming right. themselves really, not just like these dance machines. <laughs> um, and dance machine. that was sort of never more evident than in this particular, uh, Juilliard mm. winter dance concert, because... Germaine Spivey and Spencer Thurbridge choreographed the seniors and it was very much like made in collaboration with the dancers and it had text and it was about memory and forgetting and it was like actually I don't know if it was just moving for people who've been through an experience like this but it was I found it incredibly effective I mean and it's not a dance that could be done on different bodies or in a different space or in a different time. Mm-hmm. Like it's specifically for these people in this space and at this time. Yeah. I think that's, and, that's the most,
1: that's the best way to approach it.
0: Yeah. And it was really wonderful. And I, I was weeping through it. It was very nice. That's Cause you great. know, you know what it feels like to be these 21 year old kids who've spent years and years together and are now like facing the reality that they will disperse you know mm-hmm, and that the, ex- the experience will end and they will forget you know they're gonna try to remember but you f- you know things go away things get lost yeah anyways it was lovely i i'm glad i went to the show well curious also in terms of covid no like oh yeah totally i'm sure what, it, that,
1: like, that senior year i mean they've all well except for what the i don't i mean time is impossible so i don't know but um i guess the sophomores had a back in person first year last year so the previous year yeah yeah
0: they were they they were probably like covid kids and now they're like you know together yeah wild 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 um so Um, white lotus is over oh my god well god i don't know Barry the lead that's the most important thing to discuss i know i I mean but wow you know know, i went to an actual viewing gathering wow because i helped my friends carl and jeremy make this crazy halloween costume and then their gift to me was a lovely dinner this past sunday night followed by a viewing halloween wasn't that like a year ago it was a long time ago. Um, but I spent an afternoon with them helping them put together this costume where one person yeah. was the pants and one person was right, the jacket right. and whatever. And then they made me a beautiful homemade ravioli meal. It was absolutely exquisite. It's and then so good. And friend of the podcast, Matt Wolf, who's Carl's partner was there, and our friend Mary Manning was there and our friends Thomas Lax and Andrew Wallace came for the viewing party. It was so fun. How fun? I mean, I felt so sad going into this episode. I thought, a, why a are ending? we,
1: why are we, why are we ending this now?
0: I know it did feel like we could have gone on, like for ten, I- like keep going.
1: <laughs> but you know, whatever. Um, tremendous. I thought it was. I thought it was like
0: it's great. Such a great show. It's so <sighs> great, and I thought like I was fully. I felt full by the end. I was like, yes. Yes, this by the is, end I thought, is... great, thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because. Very, very appreciative. It ended, you know, the whole time you're thinking, God, I really don't want Tanya to die. I really don't want, because, you know, you start to realize she's been abducted. Well. And you're you're worried, you're worried. I never cared, like, who was dead, this whole, like,
1: <laughs> whatever. And and I also felt like there's no way she's going to be in the next season if there even is another season. So right. I, you know, I'm not sad that she's dead.
0: No, no I think she died in like the the, the right way for her to die I mean, feeling iconic. feeling empowered in a way to say you've got this, and yeah. then to just die. I mean, I mean that's I, I, great. Guns, God, a blazing. Truly, like taking matters into her own <laughs> so hands. So insane. And, Oh my God! What an incredible brilliant, scene! So brilliant,
1: really. But brilliant. also like the 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 settling into this panic of like, oh shit, yeah, like, oh uh, oh uh, uh, I mean, that with with the with the assistant as well of like that really was effective. To and have starting to with them. the phone, which is like such a yeah, like contemporary. A contemporary like, fear oh my I mean God. truly my life like is gone.
0: to lose one's phone in 2022 is especially it's like in trap. Ter- it's life-ending basically yeah. I mean so to have the two of them abducted in these different ways <laughs> through the whole episode was just like so scary yeah, yeah. well I also I, I
1: I I kept trying to figure out if I had been to that place that that the assistant goes um, which I, I mm. realized that in the end that I, I have been there. It's where, like, I did a shoot. Wow. A, a commercial Gosh, shoot of, there. I've never
0: and, been to Sicily and, you know, the adjacent areas. It looks really fun. Yeah, it's amazing.
1: I mean, it was interesting. Paige was saying, because we talked about sort of the failures of the season, one of them being, like, the the racial, like, there's kind of no the first season had more kind of class discrepancy and like the whole Hawaiian kind of uh, right, right, right. colonizing aspect. Um, and Paige was saying like, there is such a African presence in Sicily because it's right there. Right. Um, and it, there actually is this cultural uh, friction there that
0: well, like, what a kind of don't opportunity. See any like,
1: people of color there. So
0: Not even a one, not even an extra
1: yeah, so, you know, I, I think, the obviously, the focus of this season was, like, towards the sex narrative, whatever,
0: but... Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm so... Can, let's Can we go through each person, just to, like... Sure, sure. Okay, um, okay. Well, I, I kind of... I hate to start with this person, because uh... at the end of the day, they were absolutely my favorite... I think they gave the most genius performance. I think what their character did, I found really inspiring. Um, Oh, the wife. I mean,
1: the, the the wife is, is really who you end up being. It's like, I'll just like ignore these things and like go over here. It's fine. Yes.
0: I, I love her. I, the way that she handled it all and looking as gorgeous as she did. I was like, yes. I was like, you are the most aware person of everyone on this show. You are, like, taking it all in, but choosing to have, like, a wonderful time.
1: Yeah, it gets... um It gets problematic in terms of, like... uh There is a sort of, like, selfishness to it, I would yeah. say. Ter- it, well, it happens it's... earlier in the season of, like...
0: But, like, the weather, you can't do anything about it.
1: You right. Know, it's, it's
0: really self-preservation more than selfishness, right? It's like, I need to well, survive. Sh- sure, but also
1: selfish in the sense of, like, my survival has to be rich. Totally. <laughs> like... Totally. You know, sh- but, I mean, there is also sort of in the middle of the season, there is, like, she also reveals that she, like... I don't know, there's something about, like, charity work and, like, doing stuff. And she's this mother and seems to be, like, a attentive, you know, if not, like, ups- sort of obsessed with her children on this vacation. Right. In, like, a I way mean, that d- seems I
0: get the sense really that Daph- Daphne healthy. could be, she could be happy not being rich just as long as she feels, like, safe and loved, in a way. yeah but the, i mean but that's also like clearly such a construct Told you know it's sort is, of like
1: oh an affair is not about me yeah that's like what she decides for herself yeah. and you know it's where it's interesting where she brings um the the other guy the you know the other husband um, yeah like with her in this like very bizarre sequence of like walking down the beach and she like is turning back looking yeah.
0: at him and you're like, well, the, what's gonna happen? The um, way that she's happens. kind of negotiated adultery for herself ends up kind of freeing that husband character because he's so stuck right well it also she... confronts him in the same way that the
1: Aubrey Plaza character front confronts him which is like this is not actually the problem here the problem right. is that you don't find me attractive right like the, the problem is that our relationship is bad right so like even then, if like they're having affairs in their relationship <laughs> or whatever's happening there like
0: end of the day they can come together so. yeah yeah it sort of like beat like stepping over that line for him kind of released the energy that he needed to find again to desire Aubrey Uh Plaza. And I thought that was like really true. I thought that felt really like real that his body needed like a, a reboot an awakening in order to like repair his failing relationship. And who knows if their relationship is repaired, but at least for now they have this kind of physical relief. Right, right. Well, there's something also about, like,
1: this idea that, like, I I think attraction is almost, like, not as real. (laughs) Either it's, like, far more, just far more tricky than we want to believe or um, right. it, it's not real at all and is is like a kind of thing that can be generated because that's uh, sort of my yes. feeling like he I was he was in a state that was so kind of they were canceling each other constantly where like yeah she would take a step forward towards him and he would back away He'd, you know there it, and you kept thinking like well maybe at the right point like he'll run go for a run and she'll like you know and it just didn't they weren't available to each other. Well,
0: I, I, and we've all found ourselves in these situations where you're just like, well, I, I just, I no longer feel attracted. Like, that feeling of attraction is gone. And you're like, well, that's the thing that needs to be cultivated. Like, yeah. There, yeah. there are actions that you take to, like, make that. That doesn't just, right. like, stay forever. Right.
1: Which is, can be, like, an actually, actually incredible relief. Because mm. it's not this like magic thing that you're dependent on. You actually have some power Agency. over it. Agency, yeah, yeah. But it is. It, there's also like this kind of element of work rather mm. than magical thinking. The labor of desire. Yes, honey. Yes. Work, I'm, writing work, work. I'm writing that book. I'm writing that book. It's all based on the White
0: Lotus. <laughs>
1: um, so
0: that sort of covers him for me as well. Yeah. That like he's very beautiful. He's he has this he's stuck. But like I don't need to I don't have too much more to say about him because like I don't actually care about him. But he needed (laughs) and that's
1: partly because he was he himself was a kind of uh uh unemotional it's it's where he needed to be activated
0: into I mean that that fight water fight seems incredible. Yeah, he's just like a really attractive, successful straight man with enormous penis envy toward his, mm-hmm. you know, college roommate. Does that seem right? Yeah, I mean, the penis envy thing is is a is a
1: is a curiosity. It, it feels, I mean, the difference seems to be like the one feels fully like comfortable going for whatever he wants and feels like mm-hmm. that's what how he should be behaving, and his wife yeah. is kind of a, like. Yeah, if you castrate them, then they're castrated. I think there might even be, like, a comment about that earlier in the season. Um, yeah. Or it could be from something else I saw. But, um, yeah, there's this, you know, if you cut off desire, you cut it off everywhere. So, you know, good luck with that.
0: Um, yeah. Um, I wanted to jump over to that scene in the hotel room where the <laughs> confrontation between the Aubrey Plaza and her husband kind of suddenly shifts when she like, take, you know, she starts breathing in a different way and then starts revealing more. Uh And I just thought what a really like amazing performance from her, the way in which she feels pushed toward revealing things. And even, even after she does, you're like, Still, you're you're like I don't know I don't know what's real and what is not.
1: Well, that's I mean, and it's it's a it's a repeated kind of scene of what happened with him earlier of like.
0: Exactly. And this
1: this fantasy that they the fa- the difference is that like <clears throat> with the to the other couple is that they have this fantasy that they tell each other the truth all the time and that that's some kind of like. It makes sacred, them better. Like yeah.
0: Yeah. Thing for them. Which. They co- God, the amount that they say that in the series, like, mm-hmm. I, I don't lie to you. I never lie to you. Right. I always tell you the truth and that they're both lying to each other through the whole time. Right.
1: Because they're in the truth is that they're lying to themselves. Yeah. Because they don't e- like this. This idea that that would be a possibility. <laughs> like I'm like, you would have to you would have to be talking 110 percent of the time in order to tell yeah. this person anything approaching the truth. Like there's just not possible that like secrets are the essence of relationships. Right. That you are strangers to each other.
0: So here's the question. We have these two um, different art, you know, marriage archetypes, which one would you, I mean, I guess being in either of those feels a bit precarious, but which one would you rather be in
1: which marriage? I can't help, but take away the, the, the feeling that you really actually want to be in the, the cheating husband relationship. Yeah. You know, like, I, I agree. <laughs> because, but it's, it's just because they are actually like living.
0: Yeah. They're having like, joy. Like they want to
1: go on this trip and it's, and it's not about, and I think you're right. And like, you could also imagine them not being rich and still having this kind of like life.
0: Yeah. And but there, there is a kind of like, putting aside of a of, of this um pure notion of like honesty yeah
1: the fantasies that they, they kind of seem more like is it I don't know this is, uh, it's this crazy that they like feel like more grounded um I agree because it well, it's agree. really funny like the when they come to dinner that last time and they're like they're like oh it's just another another day and they're like oh they aren't they aren't pretending which is is sort of they feel fake right like i don't know that was my reading is like oh they're like they're just still pretending that like everything's fine and whatever like nothing matters yeah but that's not really what i don't think that's actually what's happening they're like didn't we have an interesting day (laughs) like you
0: punched me we like had this emotional thing cool like they're just i think more accustomed to like processing things really like quickly they're like bad things will happen and we'll fight and we'll make up and like we'll lie to each other and but they're like more accustomed to it to
1: to the other husband which is like basically reorganize reality so that you enjoy your life like don't let someone else determine like what your day is gonna be like
0: yeah wow Which is... she she wins <laughs> the day i can't the performance yeah. that megan whatever her name is Faye? gives is she it? she i hope that she i really want to see more of this person yeah
1: i think i also uh, i i she is the I, she's the one that
0: I, w- I want to come back in the next season I can't believe her. I listened to her on Last Culturistas talk with them. She's just, like, she's very normal. She seems, like, very... She and seems I,
1: kind of this character <laughs> to me. I, like, I, you actually, like, very confident and, like, playful of, like,
0: yeah.
1: oh, we can put this over
0: here or we can put it over there and, like, we can do different yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. She tells this interesting story about how she was once in a Broadway play being an understudy to some other female actress. And she and that female actress were, in fact, roommates at the time. And people were often like, isn't that hard for you two to like that? You're the understudy. And she was always like, no, like, it's great.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's not like show. You're not. It's not a showgirl
0: situation. It's just right.
1: People having jobs and stuff.
0: Yeah. yeah anyways I love yeah. love 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 her cannot wait to see more of yeah. her because she's now going to be a star I hope I think I, I I agree I yeah
1: I don't feel that way I mean managed so so rarely I know like anything, I don't feel that way about
0: Will Sharp at all like I don't I don't need no, to don't, see more of him
1: no they're I don't I don't I'll never think of them again um But who knows? Maybe they're the next, you know,
0: thing. I think that this series will be very impactful for Theo James's career because I think it shows how able he is. Whereas I think in the past, he's always kind of just this stiff, handsome character. And Mm -hmm. I think in this series, he was really like, he was complicated and, and sexy in a way that he never has been. And I think, like, it will move him into, like, being a huge movie star. We'll see. We'll
1: see. We'll we? see. Yeah.
0: That's what I think. Um, I'd love, love, love to see more of Albie in... I've would never seen this person before. Yeah. Would lo- love to see them more on camera. Um, yeah,
1: the, the situation with the with the paternal lineage yeah. was just sort of depressing
0: to me. <laughs> yeah, it was. Like, I, this I is wanted, too real. I, don't, I wanted something more <laughs> cathartic with the grandfather. Like, I wish almost that he had died and there'd been something spoken that had, like, shifted the narrative for them. I think in the same way that... W- we're talking about Will Sharp's wife, Megan Fahey. Mm-hmm. I think the grandfather also for himself found that in his marriage. And you really yeah, right, get that right, right. at that dinner where, or it's a lunch or something in the second to last episode where he and Michael Imperioli are fighting. And he's like, he's like, well, you never, you know, something like your marriage was never happy either. And the grandfather was just like, it was. Like he basically puts his finger down, or what's that called? Puts his well, foot down. Yeah, he put. (laughs) I I don't. I don't know. I don't remember that phrase. But he's basically just like you don't know, like what you're talking about. Right. But I mean, this
1: is also like. But I believed the son as well because there's also a sense that like people were living their different lives. But I suspect that the wife probably did live in a different, you know, whatever she had to do to, you know, either she right. rearranged reality or lived in a reality, you know, whatever her relationship to what he was doing was not determined by his yeah. reality. So Well,
0: there's like, there's the way it looked to the son and then the way it felt to his parents. Well, but and I, it, I, there's I also, a disconnect. I actually read
1: that the son had a, had sort of as as seems to be the case in the next generation the son has a relationship to the mother where things are said differently from the father's relationship you know right right, right. there is another side so yeah of course that that's how i felt it that like no he saw what happened when his father wasn't there right and we're not getting
0: the female perspective in those in those marriages
1: i mean in the in the middle marriage whatever um you know she is obviously like not having it but then the, the the son intervenes to make some change
0: there so that's all so i mean the part the whole is... like transferring this enormous sum of money crazy it it was it's interesting because i think at the end of the day these two men kind of understood what was going to happen. Like, yes, they were they were supporting Lucia's endeavor. They mm-hmm. weren't they weren't actually like buying a relationship or right, buying right. her safety. Right. They were like supporting this woman who, like, for Albie, gave him something meaningful. Right. You know, right?
1: Yeah, he's Anyways. not like you know crushed by
0: the fact that she just left. No, yeah. and and it, it's really the joy that that final shot gave me of the, those two girls walking down that street yeah. and, like, high-fiving the boys who helped them with their scam. I'm like, this is wonderful. I was, like, so happy for them.
1: Right. I mean, that's the closest thing to, like, the class dynamic of the first scene that we get. Um, But yeah, I, I like what's, what's, I think what's great about the show is like how complicated things are allowed to be, you know, the, the whole kind of, um, the hotel manager and, and that, uh, singer, performer girl, like how her relationship to sex and like, as a way to get things but also as like this kind of gift and like I know, almost thing like a and...
0: like a sex therapist right. I feel like both of these sex workers they not only enacted this like scam to help themselves <laughs> but the, they also kind of helped the people they were having sex with you know they really like released something for both the hotel manager and Albi, which was great yeah
1: and then i think of the 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 women in the house of the like the family name situation uh-huh. and just being like out demons it's like it yeah totally, uh-huh totally get rid they, of the
0: men they knew yeah they, they knew, they knew what there they was were no doing. nothing good could come from this <laughs> if they were related to these men they needed to get out of there totally wow i never thought of that that's amazing <laughs> <laughs>
1: like go Go hire
0: people, because we are not... Right. We are not going to be your fools. The demonic presence has arrived. Get them gone. (laughs) Get them gone. Um, Uh, Okay. So now there's the whole question of the evil gays. Yeah. Who... Wow. At the end of the day, truly bad. Truly bad people. I mean, the
1: evil gays. I mean, they were... They were evil from the beginning in, like, the kind of uh, harmless way. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. In, in but the there end, was
0: some kind of... There was something redeeming in that opera scene where, even though they're making fun of her, they are, like, kind of moved by her experience. Um, well, I think... I mean, they also are her. Exactly. You know? Like, yeah.
1: there is that kind of... but. They also aren't. And that difference is killing a person, I guess, (laughs) to have their life.
0: Wow. This scene where she gets desperate and goes and talks to the captain. And she's basically, they want to steal my money to decorate their houses. (laughs) 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 It's incredible. But what really,
1: really got me was the on the phone when she's describing the, like, naked together and then she says there's some incredible line about like he's fucking his uncle you know oh my so, god
0: her, it's I really mean, i her think plans. she's gonna win another emmy because it's just like yeah. incredible what she does and the way that her fear is so real at yeah. the end and yeah. she's crying in that bedroom yeah. pulling ropes and guns yeah. out of this bag incredible. i mean incredible incredible she does amazing coming things out of the there series. with like her
1: eyes closed and just like it's shooting, and then her her like panic lat like weird cry, you know. Also, uh, I don't know if you watched any of the like interviewy things. But I watched all of them. The Peppa Peppa Pig comment uh-huh. Uh-huh. was her was ad libbed. Like that was her own. She was like, "Oh, it's in the show," because she just said it. What do you it. mean?
0: It's her. The who? Um. The the, 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 the hotel the manager. Hotel manager. Oh my god. <laughs> the improvised. So, I was
1: like, work, you're
0: you're my favorite now. She was also pick. I mean, it I, look, as much as I loved Megan Fahey like there's just so many incredible, incredible performances to choose from. Like when Aubrey Plaza looks at Theo James at the table and goes, You're an idiot. Oh it's really my like god. the line delivery is, is so genius. Oh, what a thrill. You're an idiot. It's like
1: we've, and that is almost, it's almost like the most cathartic moment of the season because you've kind of just been waiting for, it's like been the situation. Yeah. You're like, and then the way that it throws
0: them into that where he's like, that's a tell. I'm like, work. Wow. Yeah, he's, because then, it, then her husband's like, well, now I know you did something because yeah. there's no way you'd be like comfortable enough to do that. Yeah. You just like blew it up. Uh, okay, so there's... And then there's the question of Portia and the cute British boy. Right. I mean, everyone's scamming everybody, but poor, stupid Portia. I mean, what a tragedy. And that she ends up at the end of the show dressed like adina Monsoon from Ab Fab at the airport it is, looking... It, I mean, her her <laughs> styling is so nuts. She's actually the character I. I feel sort
1: of disappointed by. And I don't yeah. know.
0: I wanted what that her is. to find some kind of empowerment through this trauma, but she really is as helpless at the end as she was at the beginning.
1: And she's kind of she just feels like a two dimensional
0: character, Com-
1: like compared to everyone else who is like so so crazy and like thrilling to watch.
0: Yeah, um, it's, I found it's her almost under like. Maybe it's a comment on this generation of kids. I don't know, but I did find, like, I did want more from her. And this actress is, I mean, I loved her in that Columbus movie.
1: So So good. She was really amazing in that, yeah.
0: She's a tremendous actress. I don't think it's to do with the performance. I think she gives an interesting performance. It's just, like, there's no evolution to the character. Yeah. And I kind of see her as, like...
1: A young version of the Peppa Junkle-ish. Pig, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, in the, in that way, it's sort of like the half bakedness is is yeah. maybe like correct. Like she's finding her way. Like she hasn't she hasn't gotten her riches yet. She hasn't figured yeah. out like who she is.
0: No. Um, Whereas that young man, I think, does. In, in that last episode, I think he really did something exceptional, which yeah. is to, like, move yeah. from being, like, a yep. cute fuckboy to being, like, someone to truly be feared. And... Also, and
1: also- it's sort of just, like, a, a slip of the mask and you're, like... It's it's what the Megan Faye character is so incredible. It's, like, yeah. you see, like, oh, there is something else under there. Yeah. And we like, only get, like, a little... A little Hint of it, and then it's the mask is put back on, and but now we know. Yeah, Uh, and that's like get a little
0: glimpse into his chaos and darkness was really like, wow, you did it, you really did it. Yeah, um he was great. I have to say, I mean, literally everybody was great. Everyone was great. Yeah, I mean, what? What? It's great. A truly a triumph. Even that the whole the whole plot with the hotel manager moving men back and mm-hmm. forth from the mm-hmm. beach club mm-hmm. and the performance that that guy with the crazy voice gives mm-hmm. being like why do you keep moving me around <laughs> <laughs> you're like i'll do whatever i want Yeah, she Be
1: wherever i want you to be the
0: way that she puts these men in their place in the hotel the right. piano player and those men at the desk is just inspiring
1: Yeah, and her, I mean, it's in the, her, her storyline of, like, kind of abusing people because she's miserable in a way that she doesn't even, she can't even touch. Yeah. And then to, like, have this, like, sex therapy moment and then be like, oh, it's, it's actually not these people's fault that I, like, hate, hate my life or whatever, you know, or feel so isolated. Um, I love that it was her birthday.
0: I know. That's I'm so I'm, I'm, I'm glad that rock Rocco got to come back from the beach club. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad that the piano player got fired, you know, totally. Oh, it really all worked out and it was so worth it for that last shot. My God. Yeah. Kind of a Ferrante
1: moment. Yeah. <laughs> Just like these two girls. Together and actually,
0: I, did, I have to say they were kind of the Ferrante girls, weren't they?
1: Well, in a different, if you know, if Mike White, I mean, well, I without, did think like Mike White read the Ferrante novels, like, i'm mean, like that, that is that feels.
0: I I thought about that periodically. I was like, especially because the piano sex worker was so, um yeah. leno to me. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, she's really leanu Well, and the then, two of
1: them and their like their their difference there there 20 differences were yeah so i mean right, like, who knows but. like the
0: brilliance of the one and the pragmatism of the other it just was like yeah. it's it's sort of like if things had really worked out for the for the elena Ferrante women <laughs> i mean hard uh, yeah, yeah, yes and no was, yeah like, yes a no. different story yeah um but anyways I are we moving on from the White Lotus? I mean, honestly, uh, oh, there's I did, no. I did
1: want them. I did want that Arancini moment to come back. I or I expected it, I'm so I guess I'm sort of glad it didn't come back. But I did think that there was gonna be like a
0: run-in with like that something oh, that happened to her. From right, like, right, from right. from having stolen. Dying and Dash. Um, I watched. Uh, well well all I was gonna say to kind of end this section is that I feel like I can't remember in in recent history what content has brought like the entire world together in the way that white Lotus has.
1: Yeah, I don't know the entire world. I don't really know. But yeah, pe- people uh, people I, I know have been watching
0: because so. every single, every single person I know, it's yeah. pretty remarkable. Well,
1: it, it's I, it's where I'm like, Mike White figured out how to make like a very, you know, put people on vacation, especially yeah. like white people on vacation. Like that's, did, it's, did, it's almost Housewives. Yeah. So
0: did you hear that the, the two women on the beach lounges who are talking to Megan Fahey in like that very first scene of the show mm-hmm. are from Survivor? They're from like oh, they're from Mike White's they're oh, Mike White's okay. friends from Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Anyways, also I watched Disenchanted. Yes. And I watched what? Enchanted. Thoroughly enjoyed. I thoroughly enjoyed. Yeah. It's a, it's an enjoyable thing. Amy Adams really is remarkable.
1: She's tremendous. It's as is
0: My- Maya Rudolph.
1: Yeah. It's such a pleasure to watch them
0: yeah I really I had a nice time and and the the I don't know like exactly what it is it's hard to describe but Adina Menzel and the way that she sings these songs it's really easy to understand like why they become this kind of infection for children okay like
1: but also watch YouTube videos of her performing these like tours with these children and she's an she's like an angel it's insane maybe that's
0: it maybe she is is like the voice for the children of the world she's incredible
1: because she
0: you know she sang that let it go song and it was like okay so like this is the song of the century for the children and then she did another one in frozen 2 and now she's done this other one in disenchanted that's really like oh this is the next let it go like and i she kind of is
1: kind of it's kind of that
0: we watched her singing um
1: what was it like don't read something from funny girl don't mm-hmm. read on i parade maybe. Mm-hmm. to barbara at the kennedy center awards <laughs> and barbara's like uh-huh okay <laughs> 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 because it's it's very much like a, another version yeah and barbara's like uh-huh I mean, it's, it which is like, well, however everyone else was thinking at the time too. It's like, yeah, you're, you're so talented, but like,
0: no one can sing these songs. It's right. Like Adina, it's just sing it, yeah. sing it to the kids, sing it to the kids. Yeah. And whoever's writing these like Disney songs for her really knows how to exploit her gifts. Yeah. They just know. Yeah. Anyways, that, that okay. was disenchanted. Yeah. Um, what other thing did I watch? I've not yet watching, gotten... Have
1: you ever watched We're Here on HBO? That's gay It's gay the drag stuff. queens.
0: Oh, right, where they go around. Go around, yeah. I, I think I've watched approximately two minutes of this it. This season I don't, I can't. is
1: wow, wow. Because, really? Well, so the first episode is very... They're like in te- some nightmare place in Texas, and it's very political. Yeah. Because, you know, like, on the right, like, uh, drag queens reading to kids is, like, the worst thing that could
0: possibly happen. Oh, it's happen. evil. Absolute evil. So,
1: it's, it has... has. I, I don't know. And it feels like specifically this season, because of... I don't... I I. I mean, this has always... This has been there for years, but, I don't know, it feels more acute currently, for, for whatever reason. But... Um, yeah, so the first episode's really intense because of that, that kind of stuff. And then the second episode is also wild. And generally, by the end of the episodes, I don't really care about the performances. Because basically, there are three drag queens, and they each are assigned like a, a person. And some of them mm-hmm. are like gender issue people, <laughs> like mm-hmm. a trans person mm-hmm. or like non-girlfriend non-conforming or whatever. Um, someone going through like a gender uh, confrontation of some kind. Yeah, of course. It's fairly like open. Um, and then, but then there also is, like, maybe like a community leader who's like a woman, which right. was in the first episode right. of the season. Or like, So this, this... is like
0: Queer Eye adjacent. Um,
1: so, yeah, I guess, yeah, and that they, like, go in and kind of use, they, I mean, they're using drag as a way for people to, like, have a public, expressive, communal right, experience.
0: Right. They're um, making it some kind of, like, proclamation.
1: Yeah, and, a, and a, like, a, a space for people to, like, see that there are queer people in their community and yeah. that they need support. <laughs>
0: um did you did you see this clip of that representative or senator from missouri getting up to oh talk goodness. about the gay marriage bill thing passing and literally crying she cries She's cry- uh, uh, for what reason because she cannot believe
1: the evil that life? like
0: her christian values yeah. are going to be like called into question by you know the mm. the federal acceptance of
1: um well it's also i I mean i didn't realize this and i'm pretty sure this is this is what i've heard recently is that it actually doesn't um make it's not a law that makes it legal in every state or federally for gay marriage it's it it does require that states recognize uh legally recognize marriages in other states that are that happen in other states.
0: I see, I see. Well, so, that's good. I mean, it kind then, of
1: does it anyway. Yeah, but in the like backwards. You just like, have to cross state lines, right? You know, it's a bit abortion-y of like it's up to the state. Oh states, God! But like, yeah. and there's a recognition must, thing, but right, you know, right?
0: I guess it's just what they could do. <laughs> yeah. Look, that helps because yeah, then I like mean, yeah. you have your marriage rights wherever you are if right. you manage to get married in whatever state lets you. Right. Which you know, the, I, I, it's
1: we're. I don't think we're anywhere near certain states, <laughs> really repealing, gay marriage. But, um, but I also I watch I listen to um, Steve Kornacki had this po- has this podcast on, Newt Gingrich called like mm-hmm. the Revolution. Um,
0: it's just about Newt Gingrich.
1: Yeah, and you know what Newt Gingrich did in terms of shifting. Uh, politics sort of all politics to like a national uh frame oh. uh and uh because until newt gingrich basically got the first republican house of representatives in like 40 years like it had wow. been like basically everyone assumed it would be like <laughs> democrats forever um but it basically it seemingly set up all the kind of hateful things that we have now (laughs) yeah um but and and newt gingrich wasn't interviewed for the podcast but after it came out was like happy enough with it to come on so there's like an additional episode which is an interview with newt gingrich
0: because because it's a
1: pretty like historical podcast in the last episode of the podcast There's, like, a conversation that's more, like, about uh, how it relates to, like, contemporary politics, which he didn't like. But, um, the way that Newt Gingrich talks is so, it's, it's, it's really this, like, kind of a war, that there's a war between, like, good and evil, and that it's, it's the same bullshit of, you know, that had these, like, nightmare people, uh, you know, it's this Missouri woman, like
0: thinking Crying. that
1: their lives are going to be ruined, and it's yeah. it's it's the sa- same thing as abortion, where like uh, it the right certain people on the right have like made these issues national what? issues, be- what, what, just what? to do these
0: you know to do these to divide people so that they what could. What really shocks take me power is that these people don't have the perspective to to look back you know 60 years 50 years and be like we are the very same people who were crying then that black people were getting to go to school with our white kids and now we're the same people doing it again for just a different issue and of course 50 years into the future god willing we will be they will be fully villainized obviously
1: yeah What's unfortunate is that, like, you know, you think of climate change, like, all those people who were like, climate change isn't Not real. real, like, Not isn't, real. like nothing is real, whatever. Like, there's no, no, we don't get to, like, <laughs> those people s- stay around. They, like... I know, they
0: should literally be sent to prison. It's like... For, um, like, crimes against actual humani- humanity.
1: Like, li- <laughs> the planet. Yeah. You know, and it's Literally. And it, there is like a resonance with the January sixth sixth thing of like, uh, like you get to get away with it because you weren't physically there, even though you built this whole thing, you built the whole scam of this situation and sent these people there. To did you to see the Marjorie Taylor
0: Green <laughs> clip of her at some yeah. New York Republicans being yeah. like? Well, you know, I can tell you this wasn't my people because if my people had gone, we would have had real guns. Yeah. You know, like
1: very, it feels very similar to Trump being like, I didn't, I didn't rape that woman. She's too ugly. Wow. It's just, it feels so like same wheelhouse
0: nightmare people. Uh, Like, no. It's like people are literally going up to microphones Behaving like archetypical villains, villains, and receiving this huge is, support. This was the shock
1: of the the Newt Gingrich interview, where I was like, "This is like fire and brimstone, war of light and dark." Like, and and, I think it was partly shocking to me because of moving here and, like, what feels really radical to me is like living right next to the school and not being
0: murdered feels right. oh, wow. really intense. Like yeah are, are these people watching Star Wars and rooting for Darth Vader? Like is it is it that
1: <laughs> No, backwards? That's not how it works. Is that is that they align themselves with the rebel force. They're like we're the rebels. you are like, like but they're then like you're not Joe understanding Biden. The they're like Joe Biden is Darth Vader. That's how that's, that's how it so works.
0: That's so crazy. They're not It's nice. so crazy.
1: Yeah. So But, you know, it's, it's important for me, it's this thing of coming back to like, because I think that there are probably people in this town who like, listen and believe what these people say Mm. in a certain frame, but then walking down the street are lovely and, you know would help you do whatever or like what you know yeah and i think it's it is important to like hold on to that reality that actually like i think most people aren't walking around with like this is a war right that like they're at war with like people in their community i don't i think that there's like there's this othering that happens in these political spaces that like no these are These are like perverted nightmare monsters that like are kind of unrelated to the people you know in your world, but they're out there. They're in the cities, you know, it's like that kind of alienated, cultivating this like alienated uh, relationship. So, you know, I'm like, I should put up like a giant trans flag. Like that feels like something it could do. To, like, you can do it. that, but it's also like, literally, like
0: scary. <laughs> well, yeah, being next to a school, a number one target.
1: Yeah. So. Oh, Jeremy. That's you know interesting. Interesting world things. Um, Just protect your dog and mind your
0: business. You know? Oh,
1: my baby. Yeah. My little baby. Well, that's you know that's 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 the takeaway oh, from the,
0: from what the white load is. I made the dilly bean stew. You did? Absolutely delicious. Oh, I have some food stuff
1: too to talk about.
0: Oh great. And I also remade my the the raspberry chiffon cake from Bon Appétit. Mm. Um, and I made it for Patricia Delgado's birthday oh, which was last night. That sounds so nice. It was a much big Happy it was a birthday. bigger gathering than I I'm turning 40 today. Today Congrats. the day we're recording. That's very exciting and there was this big gathering at their apartment and she when the cake came out i i put these cute candles one was a hippopotamus and one was like a lotus flower and she blew the candles and then she made a lovely little speech where she was just like i i have become so accustomed to like my my way of being social uh is now basically limited to, like, my daughter mm. and also, you know, my, my partner. And, and she was like, it's so sort of disorienting and moving to have all of you here. And it's, like, exactly what I wanted and needed right now. And she's, of course, like, crying through yeah. the whole thing. And it was really beautiful. And I was, yeah. of course, crying because, like, you know, Patricia has, like, the most Love. exquisite access to yeah. her feelings. Yeah. It's so amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyways, superpower. it was really lovely. She's a super, super power person.
1: Yeah, that is, that's, um, well, you know, yeah, and, and I don't know what, it, uh, I think it's, it's a, it's an important thing. It's, I mean, I'm glad we're going to be able to go to your birthday thing. It's especially coming out of COVID. It's, it's like, don't forget how important <laughs> these things mm. are. Like, actually yeah. being together when you can't be. Um, um, but back to food things. Food. Now we're... Um, we'll, food and stuff. I So I have been... I've been curious about making, tra- like, new traditions with the house and not wanting to, like, uh, continue traditions that I don't mm-hmm. feel connected to or don't mm-hmm. want to be connected to. Um but this the, the tradition of cookie cookie giving for Christmas. I I'm, I, love that. I, I thought well that's that sounds nice, but yeah. I have not been able to figure out what kind of cookies to make. I thought I figured it out, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna do pistachio lace cookies, which is delicious. A, you know, a thing that Page makes for Extratus. and they're kind of I I sort of just laughed in making them because I was like, these are do not make sense as gift giving cookies.
0: Oh, they're too delicate um,
1: they're very delicate and sticky actually because it's it's yeah. basically just some nuts held loosely together with uh, sugar and butter oh, no. and like
0: a tiny bit of flour a, you need a hearty dry <laughs> cookie a hearty dry cookie for sugar yeah
1: but I don't I don't love a hearty dry cookie is the thing.
0: well there's so. some amazing shortbread cookies out there that are truly exquisite well if
1: what should I make <laughs> well, so I wonder
0: out. if it's online, but Cafe d'Avignon has this incredible mm. c- cranberry shortbread cookie that I believe is, cranberry. like, encrusted in pecans. Mm. It is, mm. chef's kiss delicious. Okay. One of the b- best shortbread cookie. There's this interesting, like, sesame black and white mm. shortbread cookie the Times did a few years uh-huh. ago that's marbled. It's very beautiful and it travels well. Okay. And the what else? There's.
1: Have you watched the the New York Times? The is that what it is? Yeah, New York Times cookie.
0: YouTube's. Where they're all doing their favorite cookie. Yeah, they, I've not. Really come I've up not. with
1: new cookies.
0: I watched Claire Saffitz do the New York Times um, try this at home, which was a candy episode. I making... just
1: watched that last night, and I thought, that's crazy. I, because I I watched all of the cookie people. And I uh-huh. thought I don't want to make any of these, uh-huh. but then I watched um, I watched that last night the candy thing, uh-huh. and I thought she is she is the best one. She's the best. She is no. so good Hands at down.
0: Hands doing down. these videos. She's very meticulous and yet she's very available to just like be fun.
1: Yeah, especially you see it with the candy things because there are these like precise timing dynamics and also i could really see it in these other cookie videos where like the editing had to kind of explain (laughs) the making which is she's you know it's fine um she doesn't do that she doesn't leave anything out she really knows how to like put all the information together in a single although there was
0: there was one maneuver that uh, she didn't do in the making of the caramel that i'm like well oh interesting where she where she's, you know, she crushes the coffee beans in the bag mm-hmm. so that the pieces are big enough that they don't fall into the yeah. mixture or whatever. But I was like, well, if you're going to do that, you should sieve the coffee that you just crushed before you put it into the cream. Because, like, obviously there's going to be dust in there that's going to... But that's fine. She just leaves that in. I know, but she was trying to make sure there was no coffee dust in the cream. No, she just didn't... You don't want any, like... It's
1: okay. I mean, basically that's like it's you're not going to feel that. There's no if it's if it's fine enough to get through the strainer that she uses, then you're like not going to that's not going to like add a texture to the finish. I assume that's why But she that was the whole it.
0: point. That was the whole point of like not grinding it.
1: But you see her strain it. The point is so that it's not like that
0: yeah, right. I mean it reduces you know. the amount of coffee grounds that actually get into the caramel. It yeah, definitely that's, reduces
1: that's, that's, But I'm I think like, that's the gist of the idea. It's not right, let, like right. If it was then I mean if you're if you're you're basically making coffee with I know, without but water, all, but with milk, She just so. like
0: one tiny step of just like sieving the crushed grounds before you put yeah, them in. Yeah, I
1: also plate. felt like that wasn't necessary if you like If you, you know, you just have to have the appropriate strainer so that the, you know, that gets the amount of, like, basically you could use a coffee filter and let it sit there and like.
0: No, we're just going to have to agree and disagree. Well, you know, I tried to the other day sieve milk that I had steeped coffee in mm -hmm. and it did not work. The milk, milk solids wouldn't go through. right I couldn't, what I tried to do basically was heat milk and -hmm. then do a pour over. Right. It didn't work.
1: Yeah. Well, it, it my point is that people. what you need is, like, the the right straining. You know, the filter is a strainer. Yeah. So, like, the strainer that she uses is, like, a very fine strainer. I, I don't even know that I have. I don't think I have a strainer as fine as what she used. So, like,
0: yeah,
1: you know, whatever.
0: All right, fine. Anyways, she makes all these things that look like they make such a mess in the kitchen. Oh, Nougat, my God. Fudge. Also,
1: like, you can't, like... Uh, like oh, impossible scrape out to the clean. thing you no. i'm like you have like a pot that's like covered, covered in candy sticky
0: sugar goo nightmare stuff yeah absolutely Nightmare I mean, stuff. also i don't want to be eating candy also, also watching her break the KitchenAid hand mixer incredible incredible,
1: incredible. but i had also i'd also seen the, the other video where i uh, you know seen these other videos where she struggled with it so I, it also was kind of
0: Funny. yeah they definitely they need to invest in a different hand mixer over at the new york times kitchen. well they have to because they down it's gone it. she she definitely broke it um Ugh, the nougat else? i would love a piece of nougat yeah, but that I, looked really thought, intense have i ever had such a thing and then i thought you is must. that what's in a milky way yes kind yeah. of yes yeah but to have just a piece of like nougat with nuts is is a i nice. bet that it's would a be nice, a delight nice day. Yeah, it's like yeah. a weird. It's like a, it's marshmallow adjacent. But here's the thing, it's, having that
1: is different than making all that and having it. I mean, I have these cookies in this house
0: right now. It's insane. Oh, did you actually make the cookies? Yeah. Oh well, what did you decide upon? I thought. You know, I made the, these
1: pistachio lace cookies, and I thought. Oh, you this did is make crazy. those. Oh yeah, those aren't. I'll give be them gifts. to like neighbors
0: and stuff. Oh wow! Um, but I'm, I'm not neighbors. gonna like ship them. Um, Are you actually? Is there people you're going to ship to?
1: Yeah, my sister was the plan. Oh, that's really
0: nice. Well, I'm going to help you. I'll send you some cookies. And that's great. I mean, and then I thought of that. that,
1: And like the cost of like getting ingredients. I'm like, maybe I should just order cookies from Marcus Stratus, which, you know, best cookies in the world. That'd be great. I mean, if you're thinking about sending, I mean, somebody said that they sent those cookies to their family. And it was like the greatest gift (laughs) reception (laughs) they've ever had. (laughs)
0: Sending something? Um, I'm looking it up for you right now. Oh Oh, my goodness. Okay. That's not the recipe, but you can buy it it online.
1: I found these pistachio lace cookies to be very hard to control because it's, it's, I mean, when they, they heat up, they're just like liquid. It's just like a puddle. Which is how yeah. they get the lace aspect to it, is from like the bubbling. Mm. Um, so the sizes are all crazy, because um, it basically took me the whole batch to figure out the right way to do it. So. Oh dear! Oh dear! <laughs> but they're delicious and mainly just pistachios, so that's nice.
0: Um, I'm gonna make this very rich thing I saw in the New York Times oh, this goodness. week. Which is their caramelized onion mac and cheese? That's covered. Oh, with... Oh
1: yeah, I saw that too.
0: That oh my so mouth's good. watering! My Ooh. mouth's watering! It's official. Jack's making lunch right now. So I'm excited to go oh, home. what are they making? I don't know. I'm in here. <laughs> I'm in here. I'm Where? Over here. Where are you? I'm in a different part of the house. Can you imagine being in a place far enough away you can't even place. hear someone else? I'm in the living room. Jack's wow. in the kitchen. Wow. Where the fruit gets made. Someone's in the kitchen with Dinah. Um do you know Polly put the kettle on? Is that another verse to that same tune? No, it's a whole other song. Oh, okay, I don't know. Because oh, I, I was know. singing it with my friend Ned the other day and Ned was like, Is this a real song? And I was like, <laughs> absolutely. Polly put the kettle on. Polly put the kettle on. Polly put the kettle on. Oh, we'll all have something tea. similar
1: happened in a podcast I started listening to called Not Lost. Okay. And this is a podcast where these people, whoever they are, um, travel like go to a city, and what I liked about the podcast is that they try to get invited to a dinner party. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's, it's, it's a sweet podcast, um, with, you know, as I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure we're, we're so annoying, we can't even believe people listen to this, that's how annoying we are, but, um... You know, so everyone's annoying, but... Oh, yeah. Somebody um,
0: last night at the at the Patricia Delgado birthday was trying to kind of, like, sell this podcast to my friend <laughs> Ellen Barr, <laughs> who used to be in New York City Ballet, and she's <laughs> like, I like informational podcasts, and she's like, I don't like podcasts where people banter, and I was like, you definitely yeah. don't, don't... There's no information don't, here. Don't listen to my podcast.
1: There is an informational podcast that I thought you would be interested in called Articles of Interest. Have you heard of this? Mm-hmm. No. Um... It seems to be about um, the kind of preppy style as a trend oh, that has transcended trends in some way. I'm mm-hmm. not, I've only listened to an episode. I found it interesting enough. I will listen to another episode.
0: Articles of interest. But it's
1: very like fashion trend centered. It's a good name. Very informational. For sure. All right. I'll try it out yeah i've been I've been going through like I don't know some kind of New York Times maybe top podcast thing mm.
0: i I struggle to incorporate new podcasts into the mix because even if I just let all my podcasts run, like I never mm-hmm. get through them all weirdly. Mm. that's great. that's great yeah I, uh, I have all my podcast friends, yeah, that's nice. Friends I don't know. <laughs> I,
1: I go in and out of things for, for sure. Especially like the bantery ones. I'm like no. Um no. the Rachel Maddow podcast is ultra is excellent. I think I talked about that. Um did you
0: find this recipe? You know, I looked and it doesn't exist. I don't know, you know, I know they have a new cookbook out. Maybe I'll get it for you for Christmas.
1: But I have been um I ha- I have been thinking of a shortbread. Um and there was there was one cookie in this New York Times cookies thing that was like uh, with olives, which mm. The thing I didn't like is like what the they're not they're not they don't have that like break of a shortbread because they have that extra moisture from the olives.
0: Oh, interesting. So it's like a savory, shortbread. These ones also have like some moisture to them, but they are, they are hearty. Like, they don't break in my experience. Okay. Yeah. They are hearty. Yeah. Yeah. They are hearty. All right. Well, I'm gonna, when I go by Café d'Avignon, next time I'm gonna try to get this book for you.
1: Oh, I love that. Isn't that nice? Wait, what kind of, it's like a baking book. Or it's a cookbook it? yeah with with foods
0: baked just goods just
1: baked goods that's what uh, I
0: well you know I think they'll have some other stuff because they do serve delicious salads etc yeah I like I like
1: that I just a you know, cook, it's like a cookery it's, book I mean if I start giving baked goods as gifts that's that's nice but um, yeah I just, look, I do, just, I, do I ever like, bake... look at my cookbooks? I mean, you're no. constantly bringing and sharing. It's, you you can't you can't you just can't make these things and like eat them. That's the problem.
0: You can't. No, you got to bring them plates. You have to have an event. Then you have to make dinner the thing parties. If you bring it. Dinner parties. Totally. Yeah, you have to have an event. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Okay. Well,
1: let's. This is so long. Um, mm-hmm. That was I'll more than enough. I'll
0: see you on Friday. Well, yeah. When wait. This Friday podcast comes out. Friday we're doing something and then Saturday we're doing yeah. something. Yeah, well, wow! Happy birthday,
1: gracious. Send me. your send your birthday wishes to read.
0: Well, no, send me birthday
1: money. Oh, money, <laughs> birthday, yeah, in the form of in the form of uh, money.
0: No, don't do anything. Don't do anything you don't want to do. Well, happy happy holidays.
1: Uh, make, yourself want to. make yourself want to do it.
0: Make yourself want to do it. Alright, we love to see you. Okay, bye-bye.